Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions and provides unbiased answers. The growth stocks are out of favor right now, and that's riskier. Invest Talk. Your participation makes it unique. 888 99 At a time when investors are confronted with market volatility and a variety of challenges fueled by the uncertainty of inflation, unsettled geopolitical tensions, and economic pressures, Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. This is Invest Talk, independent thinking, shared success. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor Steve Peasley. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Vest Talk. It is Friday, August 5th, 2022. I'm Steve Peasley. I look forward to doing this show with you as Justin and I trade off uh, the different days. Um, he took my, he, he, this is my first day this week. He took the rest. Um, next week, I'll be on vacation. So he'll do all week next week. And the week after, I'll be here. So well, that's how their schedule is going to be going. And, you know, uh, we do this every day. We like doing it. We want your questions. We like answering your questions. Our lines are always open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number is 888-99-CHART. Now, I've got a packed podcast today, so we got to really get to it. My focus point concerns the U.S. economy, and this question will say, set, set the stage for that focus point. Did the events of 2020 change the economy in ways we can't understand? And I think, I think it's true. I think it has. So we're going to talk about that. You know, it's, not, it's super uncommon to, not, to have a shrinking economy but a, with high inflation and red-hot labor market. That's, that's not how it's supposed to work. So maybe we have a change in the type of economy we are. We'll get into that. Uh, time permitting, I'll also dig into uh, other topics. I have several. One, I, I want to get into statistics. Not you know, The labor statistics came out today. It was pretty interesting. Some of the others that came out this week. Also, uh, did you notice uh, there's cheaper flights now coming and uh, for this month scheduling forward? Much cheaper. Normally, flights go. the cost of flights go down after summer. But they're going down much faster this time. We can get into that. And, you know, Warren Buffett's 91 years old, right? Warren Buffett. What is the biggest mistake people make with their money? This is Warren Buffett now. We'll get into that, too. Those are things I want to talk about if we can get to them, because we've got a pretty busy schedule here. Um, let's see. Um we have caller voice bank questions waiting for us to play. Uh, it's like, it looks like we might get a savings versus spending question and a question on ARC Innovations. That's an ETF, by the way. No trivia question today because we usually do uh, excerpts from the KPP Premium Newsletter. That'll be coming up at the halfway mark. So I've got all this planned for this episode of the podcast. And, of course, I will take your live calls 
on at that same number as always been, 888-99-CHART. So how'd the market do today? It was mixed. Mixed. The market's still, try, still trying to re- maintain that rally it had in July into August. It's making a valiant effort. The Dow was up 77 points, and NASDAQ down 63, and the S&P down 7. So a mixed market today as we're getting closer and closer to the end of earnings season. And the earnings season hasn't been that bad. It really hasn't. Really. Think about it. Okay, let's go ahead and go to our first caller question right now. Hey, Stephen, Justin. It's Stephen in Lubbock. had a question on Encore Capital Group, ECPG. Looks like today it's down over 20%. Not sure why it would do that. I looked it up. Looks like reports yesterday were showing that it beat its earnings predictions. So not sure what would cause it to nosedive that way today after uh, a day after pretty much showing positive business. So uh, just curious what you guys have to say. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, well, it's always difficult to know what one-day event, why something happens sharply in one day. It's usually, we usually find out later um, but that was yesterday that it fell hard. It fell a little bit again today. Um, mm-hmm. Probably there's there's uh, you know I have to look at the the uh, 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 the news to see if I can find anything, and that takes longer than just looking at the numbers of the company. Um, I note that the earnings are going to be pretty strong this year, twelve dollars and forty five cents. But next year is going to be eight dollars and eighty eight cents. That's a pretty sharp downturn. This is Encore Capital Group, ECPG, purchases, collects, and manages unsecured consumer credit card receivables. Okay, so it buys uncollectible receivables from credit card companies and then tries to get the money. It's a collection agency, everybody. It's a $1.3 billion company. Uh, collection agencies, you know, it's it's a fifty-five dollar stock, and that's one of the reasons why it's cheap because their earnings are pretty pretty volatile. They not they're not they're not consistent because it depends. Remember, they they purchase receivables, they purchase credit card bad debt from credit card companies, and then try to collect it. You can see how that could be a tough business, but the return on equity is very good at twenty nine percent. I mean, that's very good. Management owns 3%. Mutual funds have been buying it over the last year. And the stock has done actually quite well in the last couple of years. So, you know, it's just, it looks like, it looks like it's finding support after it dropped heavily. If I have time, I'll try to get into it and find out what happened. We're heading to a break. Of course, I welcome your financial investment questions. You can do it now. No questions too simple or too complex. So don't be afraid to ask. Remember, you set the agenda of the show, so call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. Why do listener questions make InvestTalk better? Which of these would you recommend? Because each caller presents fresh questions in their voice. I was curious if you still think aluminum has a ways to go from here. When do I know the right time to take profits? Should I be looking for an exit? Should I be holding here? And listeners instinctively realize that InvestTalk uniquely offers a welcome dose of investing satisfaction. I think you have a terrific show, and I've learned a whole lot. Hey, guys, love your show. Uh, I've been listening for several years now, and I've 
Learned a lot. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley understand what investors need and want. I would look at it from a tax perspective. If there's no tax implications, move on, find better ways to use that money. I'm going with the odds. I think a half position now would at least get you in it and get you watching it so you won't lose track of it. Don't forget to call Investor. 888-99-CHART. Each day, InvestTalk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for InvestTalk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Love to talk to you. Um, I, I'm, for those who may be new to Invest Talk, let me let me assure you. Uh, let me assure you that I always am careful about Justin. And I are always careful about giving you straight, unbiased answers, and we have no hidden agendas. We really don't. I'm not trying to push anything on you. And for those who've listened to us for a while, know that for a fact. You don't have to listen to us very long to know that we're not pushing something. Uh, it will, uh, the show is driven mostly by your questions. You know, what do you want to talk about? And I'm asking for them now. What do you guys want to talk about? And one thing I can say for sure is that today's investment situation is very different than what it used to be. Look at the economy. We have a quote-unquote recession, but employment, employ, unemployment rate went down. Very different. Therefore, we need to focus on the market. What's going on? What, what, how can we, what do we determine from these things? So it'd be my goal here, my goal to help you understand the current environment. That's what we want you to do. We want you to learn how this works. It's very difficult sometimes. So I invite your calls. You can call us anytime, 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Don't give me a call. So let's turn to my focus point. Did the events of 2020 change the economy in ways we can understand? Well, we know that a shrinking economy typically doesn't come with inflation, and it doesn't come with a red-hot labor market. It just doesn't happen. So what's going on? What's, what, what, what's happening here? And I think the events of COVID, where we completely shut down the economy, we completely shut down both supply and demand, okay, in a free economic system, completely shut down. Then try to start it back up, and you had pent-up demand and difficulty getting things started, and you got people working from home more than ever. It cha it's changed the whole landscape of what's happening, and it's very difficult to figure out what exactly occur is occurring right now. I mean, you had a Federal Reserve that went, pushed the rates down to zero, I mean, trying to get us out of it. We had all the stimulus money coming in, and we're still still spending it. it does, you know, don't think it's done. We, you know, it's still in the system now. The Fed is trying to pull it out of the system. I mean, it's a very difficult, complex situation. I mean, the CEO of Yum Brands said it pretty good. You know, because he's he said this is truly one of the most complex environments we've ever been in. You know, first, because we're not just dealing with economic issues like inflation and stiff, stimulus and things like that, but also social issues of people returning to mobility after the lockdown, working from home, 
and just a change in consumer patterns. So it's a vastly different thing, and it's very difficult to understand. And are we in a recession? By the definition of most economists, yeah, two shrinkage of quarters in a row. That's the technical definition of a recession, but uh, but it certainly is a unusual, at the very least, because we have. Did you see the job numbers this morning? There were way more than they expected. Five hundred twenty-eight thousand of them. They only expected two hundred fifty-eight. Twice as much is what they expected. And why are we producing jobs in a recession? That's not normal. It's supposed to be shrinking jobs. It's just so unusual. And I think the stock market participants, the investors and traders, they're, they're going through the same kind of, what's going on here? I think it's pretty difficult, everybody. Okay, let's turn into our focus point now. Uh, oh, we already did that. Let's, uh, let's pivot to an InvestTalk voice paint question that came in earlier. Hi, uh, this is Mario from Kansas City, Missouri. I lost money in Kathy Wood Arcs Fund, so is it a good idea to keep holding or sell it and buy something else? Thank you so much. Well, I'm not a big keen fan of Kathy Wood. She, she swings for the fences all the time, and I'm not a fence swinger. That's not who I am. So the Arc Innovations is ETF seeks long-term growth of capital and stocks of companies engaged in genomics, automation, and robotic industry. And I know that sounds real sexy and, oh, that's a neat thing that she's doing. But these things get very hot and get very cold and very, very hot. So she's going to be a hero one year and down on the dumps in the next, and that's exactly what's happened to her. So uh, for me, I would not invest in it. I, I don't care for it. I don't care for her style. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that she's terrible because she did have some really good couple of years but she's done pretty bad i mean her fund went from one 140 down to 50 right now it's at 50 dollars in a year and a half 140 down to 50 <laughs> that's painful let's go to alex in the bay area hi alex how you doing alex uh-oh we lost alex i think he wanted to talk about the Spider Consumer Discretionary ETF, exchange traded fund sinking performance corresponding to the Consumer Discretionary Select Sector Index. Consumer discretionary, that means things that people want to buy but don't really necessarily need. That's consumer staples. Consumer staples industry is stuff they need. Shampoo, diapers, detergent, you know, boring crap. Discretionary things, well, we like things. We want to buy new stuff, uh, but I don't need them. So that's what, and, you know, the, that it's, it's picked up nicely recently and recent, but the whole market did, remember, for all July. So I wouldn't get too excited about that necessarily. Discretionary spending usually goes down in a recession because job losses. We're in a recession, technically, two quarters in a row shrinkage, but... We're getting job gains, not losses. Have you have you seen the salaries they're paying workers to come to work at fast food places now? Eighteen to twenty-one, twenty-two dollars an hour because they can't get them. Supply and demand of labor. There's, of course, and I'm sure you've seen the cost of going to a restaurant these days. It's Friday. 
Robert from Pleasanton, hang on, and we'll get to you next. This is Invest Talk, everybody. Now, each time I host the Invest Talk podcast, I have the satisfaction of taking caller questions and then breaking down the often complex dynamics involved. If you've never called, don't hold back. You can leave your Invest Talk questions on the 24 7 anytime listener line at 888 99Chart. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Robert in Pleasanton. Thanks for holding, Robert. Hey there, Steve. Thanks for calling. Hey, calling today. I've uh, been following it a little bit, and then, wow, just all of a sudden today it popped up 40%. So is it too late for me to buy this stock? Um, I wouldn't buy it because they lose money and they're going to lose more money and they actually missed their estimates. Uh, that why did it pop up? Okay, this is Carvana, everybody. A symbol is CVNA. Carvana provides e-commerce platform for buying used cars via Carvana.com. And the reason why it popped up today is because the investors thought it was great that they reduced their cost by 1% in selling their cars. So they were... They were happy that the company's reducing costs. Meanwhile, they're going to lose $4.43 next year. Now, that is much better than the $7.87 a share they're going to lose this year. So um, I, it's not something I would buy. It's just not attractive enough. Um, it does look like it hit a bottom around eighteen twenty, and now it's at forty six ninety eight. So I don't know if I would chase it at this point. I, I don't think I would, Robert. I, 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 but... I'm not keen on the stock anyway, so my, I'm, I'm biased. But I wouldn't chase it. Let it come back down if you want it, If you're that interested, it will probably give some of that back, some of that move up back. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. On Fridays, I generally make time to get a quick rundown of the benchmark numbers. The two-year Treasury yield was at three point two four percent. Last week it was two point eight eight. Now it's 3.24. And, of course, you want to compare that with a 10-year Treasury, which is 2.83. Therefore, the yield curve is inverted, and it has been that way for a little while now. And that's not good. That always, 100% of the time, has predicted a recession. And, of course, we're in a recession, quote-unquote, you know, a recession. Um, so you probably could say it's in a, you know, it's predicted this recession. But... Because it, it, it inverted a little while ago. But it's getting deeper. That's what the worry is. It's getting, the inversion is getting deeper. Gold was priced at 1773 an ounce. Last week it was 1763. So it went up a little bit. I mean, half a year ago it was about 1806. So it really hasn't done much this year. Did well last year, but not much this year. Hasn't collapsed, but it hasn't moved up. It's just kind of, huh, huh, huh. Silver today, $19.88 an ounce, uh, and that is, you know, last week it was 20 so down a bit from last week. Um, 21 weeks ago, it was $24 an ounce. Now it's 19 So like gold, it hasn't really done much this year. Uh, oil, $89.63 a barrel. We haven't seen that in a long time. Last week, it was 99 $89.63. Oil prices, oil, gasoline prices should continue to tick down. 
So what is the national average a gallon of price of gasoline? $4.11. Last week was $4.25. Three weeks ago it was $4.60. Four weeks ago it was $4.72. Five weeks ago, $4.84. Ten weeks ago, $4.59. So it's definitely come down, right? Coming off. So that's going to help the inflation picture to some degree, right? It's going to. In California, by the way, if you want to know what we are paying here in California, it's five dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Okay, so it was five sixty three last week, so it's come down. <laughs> Compared to the national average of uh, three, uh, what? What is that national average? Four dollars and eleven. We're paying a dollar forty extra. Why? No earthly reason. We should be paying less because we have lots of drivers, so the de- we have lots of demand here. So oil companies are selling tons of. Anyways, I, I won't get into that. Okay, eight 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 ninety nine chart. Okay, we we had economic numbers out this week, some pretty interesting ones. But the one that everybody was waiting for, waiting for was the jobs report. Jobs we we produced five hundred thirty eight thousand jobs for July. They expected it to be 258,000. There's 528. That, that's a big jump and a big miss by the experts. Last month, they revised it up significantly to 398,000 jobs. So the unemployment rate went down to 3.5% from 3.6%. Pretty interesting. Income went up a half a percent. Last month, it went up four tenths of a percent. And they expected that to go down to three tenths. And so they missed on that too. Uh, I think we're going to see wage. I'm, I'm seeing wage inflation. I'm just uh, by observation. Uh, also, ISM numbers, Institute of Supply Management, usually tells you what's going on in the industry. And this number, you've got two parts to it, services and manufacturing. Services and manufacturing. Services is much more important to us here in the United States because we are more a service uh, industry as opposed to manufacturing. We manufacture a lot of stuff. We Services is more important. Services, 56.7. Last month, it was 55. It went up. Anything above 50% is expansion of the economy. Manufacturing went down one tick from 52.3 to 52.2. Pretty healthy. Pretty darn healthy. We're moving to into a break. It's Friday, everybody. So I'll share highlights from my newest KPP premium newsletter. That will be in just a few minutes. My Invest Talk phone lines are open 888 99 chart. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, You'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally. First with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think 
in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. So how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief Riskalyze quiz. The InvestTalk phone lines are open and waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. I'm Steve Peasley, welcoming your calls here on 2InvestTalk, so please make them. The KPP Premium Newsletter was finished today, and it will go out to subscribers tomorrow, as it usually does. Um, in the market, six, market conditions section, I explained that the minor rally we experienced in July was has continued into August, but it appears to be losing steam. So far, earnings season has been better than expected, but there have been a few surprises, both on the upside and downside. Generally, the expectation for the rest of the year, as reported by the CEOs, is cautious. Many seem to be worrying about the direction of the economy. This means the CEOs fear recession. We find ourselves in an odd sort of recession because normally employment would, be, would have already suffered, but that has not happened. Yesterday, we had non-farm payrolls, and you know I gave those numbers, and you know they're much bigger than expected which is a pretty surprising jump, okay? That was surprising. Early in the week, the weekly jobless claims rose again to 260,000. Remember, these are unemployment claims, people unemployed claiming benefits. It rose again to to 260,000 from 254,000. In June, we had 10.7 million job openings. Also for June, the quit rate was 4.3 million, same as it was in May. That means workers are not afraid to quit 
because they believe they can find another job, yet the unemployment claims is creeping up and has for several we- number of weeks in a row. In other statistics, I talked about the ISM numbers, which I just mentioned, and gave you those numbers. Labor participation rate, well, it went from, which was 82.3 in June, was 82.4%. So slight improvement of workers entering the labor department. Do you see how weird this is? If we're quote-unquote in a recession, then that should go down. So there are so many indicators saying we're not in a recession. The only indicator that clearly says we are, and the one that most uh, pundits, experts, economists use, is that the GDP shrunk two quarters in a row. But all the other indicators are not pointing to a recession yet. Why I say yet is because we know that the Federal Reserve is going to keep pushing up interest rates. And that is they're attempting to destroy demand, and they will succeed. Don't, there's an old saying, don't fight the Fed. Don't fight them. They win. Okay? Um, let's see. In the stock section, the stock ideas section, um, are you looking for a very good way to grow your investment dollars? My advice is to purchase high-dividend-paying blue-chip stocks when they are on sale. This is a tactic we recommend and have mentioned a number of potential candidates in this newsletter. Here's a short list of stocks that should meet your considerations, a possible addition to your your, uh, watch list at least, and to your portfolio. I mentioned, and I'm not supposed to mention who they are, but there's four of them on that list that I mentioned that pay high dividends and possibly, well, not all of them are on sale. A couple more. And, of course, there's more that I add. You can take a look. If you get the newsletter, you'll see them there. We have a, a stock ideas, two, at least two stock ideas every week. Okay? Every week. Okay? I've given you a sample teaser of the latest KPP premium newsletter. Now, if you subscribe, you'll receive, of course, the whole thing via email each Saturday morning. And remember, we send it out once every week. So, you, get your, you, know, you can get all that information once you subscribe to it. You can subscribe to it by going to investtalk.com, and you'll see it there. Let's go to Chris in, let's go to Chris in Florida. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Um, I had a question about ET. Uh-oh, uh-oh ET? Boy, you, you cut out there for a second. She thought. Uh, this is ETRN. Is that what you want to look at? Okay, this is Equitron's Midstream Corporation. He's kind of cutting in and out. Engaged in natural gas transmission storage gathering systems in the United States. And, of course, the reason why you look at these kinds of stocks is the dividend. This dividend is rated at 6.8%. 6.8% annually. It's an $8.77 stock. They're going to make $0.57 cents a share this year and $0.62 cents a share next year. So their, their sales actually have been going down the last four quarters in a row. Earnings are going up. Not sure what that story is, and I don't like that formula. Um, that would worry me a little bit. Why are earnings going up but your sales shrinking? Now, it probably because oil and natural gas costs have skyrocketed, right? But now they're starting to come down. 
So, uh, you know, you can't look back. You got to look forward. Looking forward, why are sales going down? That would be my first question. And most likely it's because, um, you know, uh, prices are going to come, are going to soften. I'm not sure what's going on there. I'd have to look at it in much more deeper than what we see. Because, you know, the question is, why are earnings going up and sales going down? They have a huge amount of debt. And that scares, scares me a lot. Okay, so they have lots of debt. So be very, very careful. Okay, that symbol is E-T-R-N, E-T-R-N. Okay, when people take the time to leave an Talk podcast review on iTunes, we like to thank them for their courtesy by getting to their questions quickly. So here's one from uh, Honest Feedback 32, symbol is CG. Let's see what that company is. Uh, CG is uh, Carlisle Group, provides global alternative asset management across a range of industries, uh, geographies, and asset classes. I've been taking a deep look at the private equity company, the Carlisle Group. They have been steadily growing over the past few years and have a decent balance sheet. However, it looks like they are continuing to issue shares. What are your thoughts? Whenever a company issues more and more and more shares, they issue because they want uh, more cash. Sometimes they want the cash so they can invest it or grow the company. And sometimes they, they, they do that to make up for the lack of earnings. Okay, so that's that's one, those. Do you really want to know why they're doing that? What do they? They will always give you an answer why they're why they're issuing more shares. They will say why they're issuing more shares, and you know if it's issuing more shares to fund growth, I'm okay with that. If they're issuing shares to just pay overhead and corporate expenses, I'm not okay with that. Okay, they made $8.20 in 2021. 2022, this year, they're going to make $4.05, half. Next year, $4.43, up a little bit. It's a $37 stock, so the price is fairly low. Return to equity is very healthy at 75%. They have a decent amount of debt. Management owns 30%. I like that a lot. Okay. Mutual funds are buying it, have been buying it over the year. So those are good things. But earnings the last two quarters are falling. Now, it might be falling because they had some really good earnings before. Remember, they made $8.20 in 2021. So if you're comparing this year's to last year's, and you had a great 2021, you have to say, well, is it because of last year's unusual amount? For instance, if you go to year before 2020, they only made 97 cents. They never made as much as the two dollars and eighty-two cents in two thousand nineteen. So now they're gonna make four. So that's a you know, if you cut out two thousand twenty-one and say, well, what's your what's their what's their path? And it's pretty healthy growth still. But why you know that's so you gotta look at that sales number and find out and just determine if that was just because we, it was an unusual year before. And it looks like it is from just what I can see. So I kind of like it. I mean, I think it's a good place to buy it. It's at a low five-year range PE, not too bad. Um, you know, it's what eight or nine, and the five-year range is five to thirty-five. So it's on the lower end. I don't know. I kind of like it. Kind of like it. I would want to know why they're issuing shares, though. Want to know what that's all about? 
Okay, let's grab another voice trade questions uh, from 888-99-CHART. Hey, Steve and Justin. A little bit of a different question for you. Would just love your kind of personal opinion or philosophy on splurging on yourself. So we do a great job of kind of checking all the boxes. We max out our 401ks. We max out our Roth IRAs. We have our kids' college savings in place. We have a bridge account in place. So kind of check all the boxes and still have to lucky enough to have some disposable income at the end. But I do personally have a hard time of getting out of the mentality of continuing to accumulate savings and things like that and don't think we always spend enough on ourselves. So we just kind of love your philosophy or opinion on that and how you go about that or recommend people to kind of change their mindset into actually spending sometimes. Thanks and look forward to listening on the podcast. Well, I'm kind of dealing with that myself. I always have. Uh, um, and I, I'm thinking there's nothing wrong with splurging on yourself if you've checked all those boxes you mentioned. You know, you've saved a ton of money and you're investing properly and you continue to do so. And you need to, you know, people need to take a vacation or buy things they would like and want as opposed to what they have to have. I do have a problem with other people who say, I, I need this when they don't need it and they're not saving money. They just want it. You can have wants. You can buy wants. You can spend money on wants, like a nice vacation for you and your kids or, or you and your wife uh, or husband, uh, whatever. So I'm not opposed to that. Long as you are, uh, there's a oh, there's a Warren Buffett saying, okay, a Warren Buffett saying that I wanted to talk about today, and that is, and he, uh, the the question is, what is the biggest mistake people make with their money, and that is not learning the habit of saving properly, and it sounds like you are saving properly, so you don't do not save what whatever you have left after spending, but spend after whatever you have left after you invested and saved. So that sounds like what you're doing. So splurge on yourself a little bit. It's okay. You you can't be, you know, listen, you can't take it with you, right? That's not happening. You can give it to your kids, but you know, you got to be careful of that too. They don't, you don't want them to, to be dependent on it. And so, no, I'm okay with spending things for yourself if you checked all the boxes that you mentioned. So don't don't worry about it too much. Don't. Do you have a you know a emergency fund set aside? You know, just just as long as you're doing the right things, you can you can you know if you are lucky enough or work hard enough to have that extra, enjoy it. We're rolling in through the hottest summer days right now. This is the time of the year when volatility is generally pretty high. So volatility doesn't necessarily mean down volatility. It also means up. But we've had both this year, a lot of it, both. So I think it's worth the time to take a minute or two to tell you about the benefits uh, I and Justin Klein can offer you, the KPP Financial. We're based in Irvine, California. That's in Orange County, South Orange County, uh, between L.A. and San Diego, counties. Um, let's see. I, I do want to remind you that we operate on a little bit different philosophy, independent thinking and shared success. And what does that really mean? Well, number one, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't buy other people's opinion of what to buy and sell. Our, our, we, have, we give you unbiased guidance. We don't 
are not beholden to any big house like Goldman Sachs or Wells Fargo, any of those guys. We don't. Um, we have different investment strategies that we implement depending on your risk tolerance, and we determine what your risk tolerance is. Well, well how much risk do you really want to take, and how much risk are you really taking? We also practice what we call parallel investing, meaning we buy and sell the same thing for ourselves at the same time, same price as we do for our clients. We want to be on the same side of the table as you. I think after about 10 minutes speaking with me or Justin, you'll find out that we are a bit different. We are. And there is no obligation for us to take a look at your portfolio if you want us to. We'd be happy to do that or just to talk with us for a few minutes. We, we'd like to, I like talking to people. I know Justin does. I think we're different. So let us help you if you will. And we really, we really want to help you. And we can help you. Even if you don't, you don't have to become a client. We'll help you. The sooner you do it, the better. Oh, anyways. Give us a call. Yeah, let's see. Uh, cheaper flights are coming our way, everybody. According to the FAA, uh, the domestic flights, we're talking about domestic round-trip flights, are going to drop $286 per round-trip this month and month of August from May. That's 25%, by the way. Now, the flights are getting cheaper, but capacity is still going to be a problem. They still are, you know, remain at 2019 levels, okay? So you're still going to have trouble finding the seat. The prices are coming down, but trying to, I think they're still going to have some delays because they have trouble with getting workers. It's just the way it's going to be, at least throughout the rest of this year. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here, and that is to help you achieve financial freedom. And, of course, we will continue to try to do that after this break. So give us a question. We want to hear from you. 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Please tell your friends and family members that they can download our weekday podcast for free anytime at investtalk.com or iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And when you download and listen, please be sure to rate our podcasts. Our anytime listener line is open, and Steve and Justin are taking your calls now. 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. This is Steve Peasley. I would love to talk to you. And what do you guys want to talk about? We have had a pretty decent week in the market after a pretty good July, uh, June. So, I mean, uh, July. So, are we going to have a rally that continues in August? I think, you know, I know Justin back in June and early July said we're probably going to have a little relief rally. And we did. So now where's the market going to go? Boy, I wish I knew. No one knows. Okay? No one knows. And I don't know. Uh, uh, there's no guessing. We are in a very unusual um, environment as far as the economy is concerned because, you know, we're technically in a recession and pff, economic numbers are looking pretty good. Jobs report was pretty strong. 
I do think, you know, I've, I mentioned before the break, don't fight the Fed. The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. Just so you understand, rate, the raising interest rates means borrowing costs are going up. And the simple, how you see it is just look at the mortgage rates. The mortgage rates, what? They went down the, the last week or two, but they peaked about 5.3% for a 30-year fix. Now it's like 498 I think. But they were three and a half, four percent. So the Fed is pushing rates up, okay, by increasing the fund, 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 fund federal reserve funds rate. That that's a rate that the Fed lends money to banks, and that you know the banks respond by raising rates. That's going to reduce economic activity. That's our whole point. They want to reduce economic activity. That that means slowing down the economy. So far, the numbers hasn't shown any really slowdown in the economy. We haven't, we haven't seen any. So uh, it's a very unusual situation. We have a, technically a recession, but jobs, economic numbers look pretty good. Yeah. I have noticed, I don't know if you have, uh, noticed that, you know, usual jobs that usually go to the Lower spectrum of the income level of people; those incomes are rising pretty fast. And that's good. That's really good. But it produces inflation, wage inflation. So we're gonna. We're, uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't see inflation slowing down. I mean, I think it's gonna come off the peaks. I really do, because we have oil that's come way down. But is it really going to uh, going to um, Mean that inflation is is defeated? I don't think so. I think the Fed's going to keep raising rates. Okay, eight 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 ninety nine chart is my number eight 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 nine nine two four two seven eight. Okay, we're we're going to go ahead go ahead and go to another voicemail. We get quite a few of those. Hey, this is Carl from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, need to get your uh, opinion on uh, BTG. I was wondering if I should hang on or. Get rid of it. If you could let me know on the next show, I'd appreciate it. Okay, let's go uh, VTG, B to Gold Corporation, BTG, Canadian company engaged in gold mining in Nicaragua, Namibia, and the Philippines. Going to make 38 cents next year. It's a $3.45 stock. If you think gold prices are going up, you'd want to be in this kind of stock. They make money, they pay a nice dividend. And, you know, they don't have a ton of debt, have hardly any debt at all. So I kind of like it that way. And if you think gold's going up, this will work. I'm Steve Peace, and this completes another Investop program. Get your downloads anytime on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. By the way, we have now crossed over 44 million downloads. That's our mark, everybody. Thank you very much for that. Independent thing you share success. This is Talk. Enjoy your weekend. Talk is a trademark of KPP Financial. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security. Because such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor firm which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, 
call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein is chief executive officer of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial. Thank you for listening. And your comments and questions are welcome on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.